everyone. Welcome back. Episode 125. I love a round number like that. I love like, I love those 25 increments, even the 20 increments, the 10s don't really excite me as much, but like a cool 25, four of those fitting in a hundred. I don't know. There's something like very satisfying about that. So hello, welcome to episode 125. It's what day is it? Monday. It's September. Um, you know, we are chugging along. We're still in Virgo season, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, I'm gonna just gonna jump in. This is kind of gonna be like old episodes of Internet Hour. If you have been here from the beginning, you know that episodes one through like 50, I wanna say, were very on the fly. It was like I was scrolling through social media and I was looking at stuff and live reacting to it. It wasn't like retroactive. I feel like episodes 50 to 100 were me taking the polls that I had already posted on Internet Hour. And this new era that we're in is kind of like a mix of fucking everything, I guess. It's like rambling about my life and then also some pop culture stories that are of the day or whatever. I don't know. So I'm just going to bounce around and like bring it back to what I was doing originally because there's no, I don't know, I'm having kind of not trouble with content, like never that. I could literally talk to you guys about anything for, for as long as I could, but I I do like, I don't know, I want structure sometimes and like the way that I've been trying to do it recently is writing down things that I'm thinking about or news stories that I want to talk about, but it's just all discombobulated and that's totally on me. Like I could fucking figure out a way to go straight to it, text myself all the things, write it in email, get an Excel spreadsheet going, put it in like a notes folder or something. There are many ways in which I could like actually figure out how to collect thoughts about things for an episode and like be prepared about it but I just like can't do that for some reason instead it's chaotic as fuck and I'm just like texting myself one million TikTok links that I'll probably never open again I don't know so we're just gonna wing it and we're gonna go through my feed and see what the fuck is up lately okay the first thing that popped up is a post by comments by Bravo and apparently Lindsay and Carl from Summer House they officially called off their wedding and someone, a guest, I guess, copied what they sent their guests and provided it to a news outlet, aka People magazine, I think. And um, Sierra Miller, also from Summer House, commented on the post that Bravo by Gaze posted of the People article of the statement from Lindsay and Carl about their wedding. And she commented, it's really fucking weird to think someone on their guest list would copy and paste their statement and send it to a fucking news outlet. Which like, yes, it is hard to believe in the like normal humanity sense of things. But also this is Summer House and like a reality show. I feel like definitely it's not cool to do at all. I'm not like condoning it, but it's not the craziest thing that someone in their life I mean it it is crazy to think that someone on your guest list who you're like supposedly allegedly friends with and trust to like keep things confidential that they would do that that is weird but I guess I just mean like I don't know we're we're in thirst monster city here with reality tv not that people like want to be bad people but it's just I don't know. I feel like there's a world in which a guest of their wedding actually is that kind of person that would share that information. So I don't know. I'm going to read the statement, though, because I haven't read it yet myself. So I'm just going to read it out loud right now. Okay. 
Words cannot possibly express how difficult the last two weeks have been for Lindsay and I, he wrote. We are so incredibly sorry to all of our guests for the confusion and lack of communication. We were left trying to figure out how this all exactly happened before we could even have the opportunity to determine the path forward amongst ourselves. There have been a lot of false narratives and misunderstandings that have made this all the more painful, but sadly at this time we are not moving forward with the wedding, Brad. Rad Key continued, the fact of the matter is Lindsay is devastated and I'm crushed with how all this transpired. I graciously ask for some patience and grace to heal and recover while we navigate this extremely difficult time. Acknowledging that their guests' commitment of money and time was already a lot, Rad Key noted, I don't take this lightly. We are super grateful for the love and support you have shown us and will do what I can to help with any costs associated with changing plans. Radke then discussed the alternative plans that their loved ones could pursue, including still going to Mexico for a vacation or canceling their reservations altogether before concluding his note. I'm sorry again, this has become such a mess, he wrote. Thank you for your un thanks for your unconditional love and support during this tough time. We'll be in touch with further updates. With love, Carl. Reps for Radke and Hubbard have not responded to people's requests for comment. Wow, yeah, that's intense. I wonder if he ran it by her. I bet he did, and she was just like, fuck you, Carl. Like, just send whatever you want. You literally just broke off our engagement, and now what am I going to do? And she has a right to say all of those things. I don't know, obviously, who's right here. Like, if you break up, you call off a wedding, you did it for a reason, and potentially are being the big, bigger person for – putting your foot down emotionally and taking yourself out of a situation. And it's better than getting married, walking down the aisle and then having to get a fucking divorce. Like, I, I don't know. It's all a mess. It's all a mess. I can't believe we're going to see it play out on actual TV. So that's crazy. Okay. Something Kylie is popping up in my story in the top of my story. And that just reminds me to talk about the Timothy and Kylie pictures at the U S open at the U.S. freaking Open, putting tennis on the map, not Kylie and Timothy, but just this year, I felt like the U.S. Open was very much like a cultural moment. I don't know. We're moving into like tennis time, kind of. I mean, not really, probably not outside of the U.S. Open because let's be honest, kind of a snooze fest. I, I'm literally, my entire family is like, I can hear their voices in my head saying like, fuck you. Who the fuck do you think you are? Because my family loves tennis. They're great at tennis. They love watching tennis. And I'm not saying it's like entirely boring, but I think as a culture, like it's not, it's never going to be like football, honestly. It's going to be that kind of exclusive vibe, i.e. celebrities in a box at the U.S. Open. But anyway, Kylie and Timothy made their second public outing at the U.S. Open, and they sat in a box behind Laverne Cox and someone else. I want to say, like, the KFC barstool guy, whatever, Dave Portnoy. But maybe I'm, like, completely – I don't know. He doesn't even matter. On further inspection, it was not Dave Portnoy, not even close. It was someone else. Kylie and Timothy were in this box, and they were being so cute. She was wearing this casual outfit, black T-shirt, denim jeans, jeans – and he was wearing like a black t-shirt and a black hat. And they just, they were giving casual. They were giving like rich stealth wealth kind of vibes. Like I'm sure her shirt was really expensive. I'm sure her sunglasses were majorly expensive. A lot of people were saying that she looks like his evil stepmom and that he, she's like, <laughs> I don't know. There were a bunch of funny memes and like TikToks and videos about how she's like dropping her son off at art school in the city and like they're catching a 
last game of the U.S. Open until she goes home to his like super rich dad, which of course funny, but like I don't know, I wasn't getting that vibe. I'm very much getting that they're equals and like he like like they're into each other. I feel like she's into him and he's into her, and I just like. I don't know, picturing their intimate life. I feel like I said this on the last one that I'm like literally just picturing them having sex. And I'm sorry if that's weird, but like every time I see them, I'm just thinking about how she's probably rocking his fucking world. I don't know why, but like, I mean, but he seems, I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen many movies with him in them. So maybe I should do my homework. But anyway, I was really obsessed with those pics. They, did I just say pics? Like, pictures do people say pics out loud I don't know but I'm really into those pictures and they look really cute and happy together and I just like I need to know how she's getting her arms so skinny like I I don't know if anyone else is looking at these pictures and thinking that but I'm kind of like whoa where's the rest of like the muscle but whatever she looks great they look great together they look happy he's really rocking his hat moment I need to know what their debut like their event red carpet vibe debut will be because there has to be something. I mean, actually with the strike, it's kind of interesting in that he's not promoting anything or working on anything right now. So he has a ton of free time. I wonder if that's kind of like why their relationship picked up. And I also wonder, is that going to have the COVID effect where it's like these actors who are getting actors and actresses who are getting into relationships or like, becoming a little bit more serious with a partner or whatever right now are they are they going to suffer the same fate of like oh you had all this time once upon a time because you weren't working and I thought this was going to be your life but it's actually not your life and so now I'm like not very into you being away all the time and filming all this stuff I don't know I I feel like with Kylie that can't really happen because she could pretty much go everywhere and do anything at any time she wants and him filming a movie probably wouldn't matter because she could just like fly her jet there and stay in the trailer and be cute. So I don't know, but I do wonder like Matt Gal is so far away. That's next May, which I was thinking about the other day, which made me sad because I was like, I don't know why I was like, I want some new, I want some looks. I want the Matt Gala to be soon, but it's not, it's next May. If they're still together and they go together, they'll probably look fire or it'll be something interesting. I do wonder what the theme will be anyway. But before then, we do have the VMAs next week, next Tuesday. No, tomorrow? Um, I don't know. But they could show up and show out there together because it's film and TV. But I don't know. Like, does Timothy Chalamet go to the VMAs and does Kylie go with him? Like, is it a is it that prestigious? Do they care about prestige? I don't know. I don't know what the vibe is there, but I would be delighted if they did go and just wore something like fun and cute. And we're just like having another couple's night out because this is crazy. This is crazy that we're in this new era of Kylie. I'm so into it. And I, oh my God, I wonder if he'll be on the show. (gasps) I hadn't even thought about that. I feel like, no, I feel like she'll be like, okay, we're separate. I don't know though. He seems like into indulging in her life style and her and her life like they're dating he obviously must like and respect what she does I mean not that she does the Kardashians as her job because we all know she really doesn't but I don't know I think I think (laughs) I think it could be something cute for them to like embark on together okay um the next thing that popped up in my feed is page six I have no idea what's going on here in this caption but it says Amy Schumer's trolling can't be tamed 
After being accused of cyberbullying Nicole Kidman via Instagram, what? The comedian took aim at Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis in her apology. Um, I don't know what any of that means. I don't know what Amy Schumer did to Nicole Kidman via Instagram, and I don't know what she's now said about Ashton and Mila, but I guess just to go down this, like, somber note about, I mean, trigger warning, rape. Um, if you don't know already, which I find it hard to believe if you're in this, like, in the same world that I'm in, that um, Danny Masterson, I think his character's name was Hyde in that 70s show. He in May, I believe, was like, I don't know fucking law terms, convicted. Yeah, I think he was like convicted or like proven, whatever, to have raped two women, I believe in the 90s. And his sentencing came earlier this month in September and he got 30 years in prison as he fucking should because if you rape someone you should literally go to prison forever but before he was sentenced it was released it was released after he was sentenced that before he was sentenced Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis both sent letters of I don't know what they're called but basically where you tell a tell the judge who's sentencing the person why they shouldn't why they should be more lenient with the punishment than they might have been otherwise without these letters and it's basically mila kunis and ashton kutcher saying that they know danny masterson to be a stand-up guy and that he doesn't deserve whatever whatever and i just think that's fucking gross disgusting i like no respect for either of them anymore honestly like they're if you're friends with someone and they did something horrible, you don't have to be friends with them anymore or defend them just because of how they've treated you. People who are nice to you aren't nice to everyone. Like, that's obviously a blanket statement. Like, some people who are nice to you are nice to everyone. But, like, people who are proven horrible to other people just because they're nice to you doesn't make them a nice guy and doesn't excuse what they did to someone else. Like, we are in the world right now of solidarity with women it's a place we should have always been in and it's a place we should go forward in. And like the fact that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, both people who pride themselves supposedly on helping women for them to have publicly, I mean, they didn't do it publicly. It's almost worse. They thought that no one would ever see this and then they got publicized. Like it's just, they, it, it's mind boggling that they don't know what the right side of history is here. And to like advocate for your friend that raped two people to get less time because they were a good person to you and told you not to use drugs in your early days of Hollywood, like disgusting. I, I just like, I was so taken aback when I saw that. And yeah, I think a lot of people were and hopefully are reacting accordingly. I'm, I know Christina Ricci, we stand. She posted a story and basically said what I just said. And that's kind of where I developed like the calm and concise language was from what she said, which is like, just because someone's a nice guy to you doesn't mean they're a nice guy. And like, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't override the way that they've treated other people. So there are people who are coming out and calling them out for it, um, including Danny Masterson's ex partner, ex-girlfriend. Her name is Chrissy. Um, she released a couple things on her story about how Ashton is 
a bad person for writing this letter in support of Danny Masterson and that she was around for a lot of the bad shit that they went through and that they did together. And yeah, so it's just like, there's this huge, there's this really dark underbelly of Hollywood, especially with now all these videos resurfacing of Ashton Kutcher being a little, uh, I don't know, like shit, shit flew in the two thousands, the nineties and two thousands that just like would not, should not fly today. And it's wild to see that come back around. And it's interesting to see Gen Z consume all this content that like we were there for, I was there for growing up. And I thought, I didn't think it was normal, obviously, but I was like, okay, you know, rich, powerful people, specifically men can kind of do whatever they want. And we're in this world where women, young women in particular are sexualized and that's normal and accepted. And like, not that I was normalizing it or accepting it for myself, but it's like you grow up and you're like, okay, this is how society is. And now it's like society is not like that and moving further away from that. And so these kids that are now on TikTok and like didn't live through, consciously live through, like, I don't know, if you're born in the early 2000s, I guess you were there, but you're like two or three by 2006. And and that's like the height. You're not reading a People magazine. Like I am in the grocery store aisle. Like, and not like I was young too. It's not, I, there, it's so much more complex, but I'm just like framing it through the reference of my own lens. But all these Gen Z people like rediscovering these videos where Ashton Kutcher is like creepy about Hillary Duff when she's underage. And like, it's just fucking weird and trippy, I guess. I don't know. That's not a very eloquent word, but just strange to now see how bad and creepy and weird all of these clips of men in the 2000s look now having this frame of reference of oh actually that's like unacceptable and shouldn't be tolerated in a modern society so yeah that's where we're at with that and there's also right now on humans of new york a really powerful series about iran um yeah, so if you're interested in digging really deep emotionally, I would go check that out. And and even if not, like go check it out because it's a form of activism that's really powerful. Danny DeVito at the U.S. Open. I love that. Okay, Tom Sandoval holding hands with a singer, someone, I don't know, singer-songwriter, T-I-I, T or Thai. Wow, this fucking macaroni and cheese bread situation. Calzone, oh my God. Last night I had hot dogs and beans, which is a meal I haven't had in a really long time. But for some reason, I my brain was like hot dogs and mac and cheese. Like, is that a thing? And if you know me, you're like giggling at me saying hot dogs right now, which is like, whatever, man. They're good, okay? <laughs> okay. Millie and Liam are back together from Love Island, UK, like two seasons ago. Very cute. She looks way different. I think it's the haircut. She had like this blonde bob looking so chic on the show. And now it's long and brown, which like doesn't look less chic. It's just different. It's a different vibe. Okay. Blake Lively is doing press. Oh, wait. No, no, no. She's not. Sorry. Sorry. Strike that. Sag. sag Um, she's out at the Michael Kors show because it's New York Fashion Week and everyone's out and looking good. Vanessa Hudgens is there too. She looks great. Halle Berry, Ellen Pompeo. Okay, looking good. Kelsey Bellarini, who just turned 30. I don't know. She's all of a sudden like kind of 
more in my orbit these days, which I'm into. She's super cute. I, I didn't really know anything about her, and I still kind of don't, but I know she's 30. Uh, Jenna Dewan, Olivia Wilde, and Ariana DeVos, all at Michael Kors. They look so fabulous. Okay, what? Elon Musk and Amber Heard are speaking out about their brutal 2017 relationship, including a quote about why Elon chooses certain romantic partners, how Amber feels about him today, and one mention of role-playing. Okay, I forgot they dated. I guess it, I mean, not that it makes sense, but I mean, no, it doesn't make sense. Who the fuck would date him? But whatever. Okay, I guess I'll keep eyes on that story. Probably not, but. Okay, Millie Bobby Brown looks chic in a monochromatic outfit as she arrived at BBC Studios in London. Yeah, she does look chic. I love that matching thing. It's interesting to see her with like very feminine looks just because we know her as 11 with like, I mean, I don't know her really outside of the first episode of that show. Wait, what the fuck? Stranger Things. So I don't know. Uh, Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, Matthew McConaughey, Justin Timberlake, James Marsden, and John Hamm were among the stars spotted attending the U.S. Open finals this weekend. Yes, where Novak Djokovic won the men's single title and Coco Gauff won the women's single women's single title. Um, and it was really it was really amazing to watch. I was very pleased. Um, not pleased like because of the outcome well I was I am pleased because Coco won Novak the unvaccinated fuck like I guess I'm happy that he won just for him because he's a great tennis player and now he's like number one in the world with 24 titles which is tying someone Margaret Court I think wow I don't know where I pulled that out of but for the most titles won um so like he obviously deserves it but he's unvaccinated so that's like not cool but yeah I was we were watching the men's final and after Novak won and everyone's congratulating him, there on the court is Matthew McConaughey, like rubbing his head. And Eva Mendez, I think, too. Like it was just, it was funny to see. Yeah. Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban were at the US Open. Taika Watiti was in Toronto on Sunday for the premiere of his movie Next Goal Wins with his wife, Rita Ora. No, no, no. Rita Ora was seen in New York City. Yeah, he's probably able to promote this movie because it's outside of the contracts, like, stuff. Which brings me to Drew Barrymore is actually ramping back up her talk show, I think, with writers. And they're, like, going to obey the SAG-AFTRA rules and, like, not promote anything that's struck. And I don't know what that means. Maybe she's – I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see how that unfolds. But, I mean, she's probably, like, I got to get my staff back to working otherwise they're gonna like bail and go do new new stuff which is like not a reason to break a strike obviously but they're saying they're not gonna break the strike so it's all fine okay um elliot page attends the toronto film festival premiere of his movie close to you his first feature film in six years oh wow i didn't know it had been that long but i guess that makes sense wow he looks so cute in this brown cardigan very fall yeah i'm digging it Okay, Dakota Johnson looking cute, too, in this. Wait, why is she holding hands with Sean Penn? I don't know. Maybe just friends? Yeah, okay, third pick seems just friends. He looks disheveled. What's going on with his hair? I don't know. Okay. Kylie and Timothy. I'm on Just Jared, by the way. I'm just, like, scrolling through stories. But 
Oh, yeah. Chris Evans and Alba Batista are reportedly married. This picture, she looks very young, like a teen. <laughs> okay. Barbie star Margot Robbie grabs lunch with friends at the Ivy in Beverly Hills before a jewelry shopping trip. Wow. I would love to have her credit card. Anyway, okay. This will be a short one. I think I'm done. I think I'm just going to wrap it there. I feel like I was rapid fire talking for a while. So I don't know if, if this was great. Let me know. <laughs> if not, no worries. I'll catch you next time. Okay. I love you guys.